Hey, hello everyone out there. Welcome to another episode of the PlayStation Report. I am Frank, and I'm very tired, but hey, we're doing a show, and joining me is Tyler. Hey, hey, hey. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing better now. Uh, had, had a shit morning, sort of. Um, mm. Woke up, did a bunch of work, uh, and then had to... Uh, run down to my parents and then also just stop at one one other place quick and after I went in that place and bought what I needed I got in the car and I got my hand sanitizer out and was going to put the hand sanitizer on put it on my hands went to close the fucking lid on the hand sanitizer it was it's kind of a weird small little bottle uh-huh. and a bunch of hand sanitizer flung into both of my eyeballs Oh, I don't even know how it happened. Honestly, uh. um, I seriously, I, I, I wish I had fucking replay of it so I could see it. But and it wasn't like a small little drop. It was like a pretty decent amount into both eyeballs that just flung into my face. Um, and so yeah, that was kind of painful. But my eyes are uh-huh. feeling feeling better now. But uh, hand sanitizer. Not something that should be in your eyeballs. No, no, but <laughs> now you know your eyes are disinfected. Yeah, but that is true. That that is very true. Um, but but yeah, got my eyes feel better. But that was okay. that was not not a fun thing. And then having to drive home probably wasn't the safest thing with your eyes. Uh, like my eyes were constantly like watering up. <laughs> yeah, you know, just trying to clean clean themselves out a little bit. But yeah. Anyways, that's that. What about you? Oh, well, I, yeah, I had a week at work, and, you know, I, it's just like fucking working 12s is a goddamn miserable son of a bitch. Mm-hmm. Um, but I managed to, uh, managed to get, get through, managed to, we were scheduled to work on Saturday, but, you know, I, I managed to do a, get a lot done on on Friday, so I didn't have to come in Saturday. <laughs> no, so there was that. Yeah. Uh, pretty much working, doing almost twice as much as I usually do in a day. Just trying not to fucking come in on a Saturday. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, I I mean it's cold now. It's we we mentioned this. It's very it's very cold outside. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had our first snow, and it was... How much snow did you get? I, I mean, it's got to be like 8 to 10 inches or something. Yeah, like I, th- I think we measured on our back patio, and we got 9 inches. Mm. Yeah, but that was like typical first snow of the year around here, where people don't know how to drive in it, or forgot how to drive in it, and they, the roads aren't necessarily taken care of right away. No. <laughs> uh so yeah, that was that was an, a very harrowing drive through the snow when when I was out there. Yeah, um, I can imagine it, it I, was I, coming down. Yeah, I I practically drifted sideways into my driveway, <laughs> and thankfully did not drift beyond this driveway into the uh, the the electric pole. That mm-hmm. was right yeah, that that would that would suck. So you used all um, your your racing skills to drift into your driveway. Yeah, you got to do get that counter steering to reattain grip and then go back on your way. And you know, 
I mean, I drive a Subaru. It's it's all wheel drive, so I managed to find. I fa- I found the grip, man. I was <laughs> I was. Yeah, it was not Germany last year for me. Right. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Uh, I mean, sports have been constantly disappointing me this week. Uh, all, all the teams that that I enjoy are in in the shitter right now. Uh, they're. They're either playing like shit, or they are like really dangerously close to the bottom of the league. Mm. So that's not fun. Yeah, uh, trying to keep my mind off of that, and how I do that is with video games. Tyler, let's get on topic here. <laughs> yeah. Um, man, <laughs> uh, I mean, the news this week is all cyberpunk, r- oh, pretty yeah. much. Yep, yep. I, man. I, it, I want to ask you first. Did you continue to play some cyberpunk this week? I did not. And and to be honest with you, it's it's a couple things. All this news coming out is just it's a little depressing. Um, and yeah, I mean, I I, play, I put three hours into the game, and, and I'm on a PlayStation Five running the PS4 version, and it was fine. It, it could definitely be better. It did crash on me. There was there was a lot of bugs and glitches, um, but to me, I just kind of made the decision this week that I'm just going to wait. You know, I, I, I'm not... I, I went back and forth. You know, we'll get a lot more into it with the whole refund issue. I went back and forth if I, want, if I wanted to try to get one and then just maybe get it down the road if I wanted to. But I, I just decided I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep the game, but I'm just going to wait until they patch the, sh- the living shit out of it. And to be honest with you... Probably even wait until they have the native PS5 version out. Um, and, you know, who knows? That might be a broken mess, too. But but I, I've just seen what the, those upgrades in, in, in do to the games on a console, like Destiny 2 or Miles Morales, for example, uh, of just how it makes the game so much better. And, yeah, I could probably get a pretty good experience on a PC, uh, but... For me, I'm just going to wait on it. So this game's kind of off my list, um, and I, I'm not I'm not going to play it any anytime soon. I think. What What about you? So I I tried to, but like I I I mean I played a little bit. I played like maybe another ninety minutes of it or so. Um, and you know, I think just outside of all the bugs and just the game not looking the greatest right now. There there are some other things that, like, I'm not sure I really like this game or what it's even trying to be. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I, I've seen people online being like, this is their new Skyrim. Ugh. And, you know, to a, to a degree, I see what they're saying, but I also have another comparison, because I'm not as high on Skyrim as everyone else, as opposed to all the other Elder Scrolls games. I think that it is similar to Skyrim in that Skyrim being in fantasy and cyberpunk being in the cyberpunk genre, I believe they are like the most vanilla versions of those genres and don't do anything too crazy out to like to move the move the genre forward. Or it's basically just pressing replay on all the stuff we've already seen in the genre. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and, and 
part of that pressing replay and all the things in genre is in in the cyberpunk genre is also pressing replay on some of the really problematic shit about cyberpunk uh going through like dealing with issues of transhumanism and uh just the outright blatant racism in the game kind of like every person of color in the game has an accent pretty much like you can tell like Oh, this this is a black guy. He has to talk like this. Oh, the, all the Asian people in this game have to talk like they just got here from whatever Asian country they just came from. Mm-hmm. Where where like this is like the fucking future. Yo, you ever been to fucking California? There's just Asian people there, and they're just like, what the fuck, man? Like, right. In this, <laughs> even in this world, these people have been here for generations. Yeah. And they're still talking it like like I I get like these communities keep a lot of their culture but like it's just a matter of fact that a lot of people like over generations people start talking in this or the dialect of th- this group of people changes to be more towards what the general consensus is and it, and they just decide in cyberpunk no we need them to look and sound different so people know that they're different from us. Mm-hmm. Which, I, what is that trying to fucking say? Yeah, it's it's kind of bizarre. and Or it is bizarre, actually. And, like, I don't know. There, there's stereotypes. And I'm not saying stereotypes are okay. But then I feel like this one, this just kind of crosses the line to where it, it's just dumb. And it, it doesn't make any sense, and I, yeah, I, I totally agree with you on, on like, the representation of other uh, cultures and races in this game, or it's, it's kind of bad. <laughs> yeah, and, like, I mean, I think there was a comment, like, very early on in the game, I'm not sure if you got to it with, uh, with Jackie, where he's eating some fucking ramen noodles out of a bowl, and your character V is like, wow, exotic. Right, I think like, I think it's, it's a fucking that. bowl. It's a fucking bowl of ramen. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> there's nothing yeah. fucking exotic about it t- today. No, regard and in 2077, supposedly, <laughs> like what the fuck? Yeah, like it's it's like they. This is what people thought 2077 would be back in 1980. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, that's just. Bad. And guess what? It's fucking 2020 right now. Like the, like. I get wanting to be close to source material, but there's a certain... You have to fucking think about it. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. And and that's where, like, you know, this game, I feel like, could have put a a fresher spin on the genre. um, With things like that, of just, you know, doing doing things differently. It doesn't necessarily do it. Even just kind of, you know... Small, some smaller things like uh, that. That the cyberpunk genre you kind of has in of like the fact that you can't like change your gender mid mm-hmm. mid game is kind of weird. You can't change anything about your character, just what no. you're wearing. Yeah, like it's, which is weird. In a, yeah, in a game about like in a genre where like modification and like changing your appearance is like something that is supposed to be normal by society standards you can't do any of that in this game no so I, i'm not even sure if it like it's hardly cyberpunk outside of the title right like it's 
Yeah. Yeah, but, it's it's just kind of a hodgepodge of a lot of things that just don't come together or are just kind of bad. And I think it it does some things well, but yeah, uh, it's just it's just not a game that I feel like playing right now. Like I just there are so many other games that you know are pretty well put together, and I just don't feel any desire to just go through Cyberpunk 2077 right now to say I've experienced it when it's just a mess of a game. And now a lot of these things are like fundamental design or writing problems. But to me, I'm just I'm just waiting until it's patched. So will I play this game next year? Maybe. Will I play it after that? Maybe. I don't know. It's just I, I, crazy to me, this this whole journey of this game. I don't know how the fuck they thought they were going to release this earlier this year. Oh, I know. I, like, I, I, that thought crossed my mind, too. I'm like, dude, this game had a release date of April 16th of 2020. And what state would that have been in? And it probably would have been even worse because the new consoles wouldn't have been out by then. Mm-hmm. So anyone that, you know, is fortunate enough to grab a new console that wants to play this game, you know, and is getting a a better experience, not the best, but a better experience, that wouldn't have existed. So we would have got these just busted-ass console versions I, I cannot even imagine what that game was like in April of of, of this year. Yeah, uh, I don't. You know, I would say it wouldn't. It probably wouldn't have passed cert. But it seems like fucking Sony and Microsoft will let shit pass cert without like any fucking real promise to have it fixed by uh, by launch. Yeah. <laughs> so. I mean, maybe maybe part of that is them now eating shit, having to give refunds. Uh, we'll get to that later in the news, but yeah. It it makes you call into question, like, how did this game get on the fucking storefront in the first place? Right. And, and, yeah, it, it, yeah, and, and it kind of calls into question that process. Now, Sony and Microsoft do let games that probably are worse than Cyberpunk on their store in terms of being just broken, awful messes. But to me, that just calls into question, like, what is this process even about? Like, I know they're trying to catch, like, copyright things and, you know, do the trophies pop and and all stuff and stuff like that. But, like, I just feel like there should be more to that process. Like, what is wrong with doing a little bit of curation? On your platform. Yeah, uh, and, it, like, maybe that process should also have caught that epilepsy trigger before, like, it fucking launched. Absolutely. Like, things like that. Like, that, like this is your platform. And, and I just feel like there's nothing wrong with curating literal garbage off of your platform. Like, is the 30% cut you're making from these games really that important? I... It... Just makes no sense to me on the curation side. Like, I feel like there should just be more to it. I mean, yeah, we'll talk about this more when we get to the news. But mm-hmm. I, I, that's just where I stand on Cyberpunk. I'm just not not playing it anytime soon. Um, 
And they've released right. two two patches recently, I think, of you know, they're they're releasing stuff, but I don't know. There's just a whole lot more to say, which which we'll get to. Yeah, I think I'm going to continue trying to play it because I heard I heard there's an ending that I definitely have to fucking see because it's so bad. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's where I'm at. I am morbidly curious about how how bad it gets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but enough about bad games. Tyler, did you play any good video games? <laughs> yeah, I think all I really played was um, Dirt Five, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, and, and some Wasteland Three with you. So start with Dirt Five. So I uninstalled the game and, and reinstalled it. There was also two different updates as well. And the game uh, is at least performing a hell of a lot better for me in terms of crashing. It has only crashed once since I've done all of this, and I've been able to play uh, probably all all told a couple hours um, of it. So you know it's it's improved. Uh, it's still frustrating when it does crash, but um, and and I had one issue where I finished an event and and it just wasn't loading up like uh, where. It gives you like your cash and your experience and you you know all the things you you basically are rewarded from the race and then you go to the next race. Um, so it wasn't pulling that up either. So I had to kind of crash the game there one time. So, but outside of that, I'm 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 really enjoying this game. The only you know I've talked about how the career mode's a little thin and it's it's showing that even more because I, I feel like I'm racing on. Like, I've seen all the tracks in this game, and I've raced on them several times. Some of them are a lot of fun. You know, I've raced in a lot of different vehicles, and I'm kind of doing it again in a way. Once again, some of them are fun, but it's just becoming a little repetitive. Um, I think I'm on the last chapter of the career mode, so I have a I have a number of events left. So I'm probably just going to try to get this one wrapped up, but... Um, and, and I also don't know what happened after I, you know, reinstalled the game and downloaded these updates. You know, I've been playing on hard, and it's been not too challenging for the most part. But, you know, definitely there have been races that I've, I've you know, lost or come in second, third, um, you know, or, or I've won, but, you know, the competition's not too far behind me sort of thing. But ever since then, dude, I am blowing the AI away like it's nothing you know and I really don't feel like I have like gotten that much better at this game so I don't know if they've tweaked AI settings or something too but that's it's been kind of a a weird thing there um it's a yeah it's a it's a fine game uh, I think you know I'm enjoying my time with it it's just compared to some other racing games as of late um it's it's maybe not like the best thing in the world, but it's a, it's a good time. Um, and yeah, then I jump back into Assassin's Creed Valhalla, and you know what? This is another reason why I just don't really want to play Cyberpunk right now because in terms oh, of okay massive video games, this is the one that I'm just in the mood for is this game, and 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 it's clicked with me so much more over the past week. Um, so I completed another story arc, which was a pretty interesting one. I think from a storytelling perspective, I really enjoyed it. Um, you know, it was kind of like a, 
you know, someone was kind of down in the dumps and have to kind of prop them up and support them. And it was it was a pretty good story, I, I thought, uh, as an arc. Um, and then I've been kind of cleaning up some side quests and some other things around the map. Um, but now there's two things going on. So the Yule Festival is happening, which is uh, some seasonal content. Um, so there's a whole bunch of quests to do with that. So see, I'll see where that stuff goes and like what I get, I guess, out of that. Um, I think that's basically running for the next several weeks. And like your home base, where you're you're building out your your settlement and everything, they've kind of decorated it. You know, all sort of Christmassy, and and it's it's really cool looking, and and uh, I'm really enjoying that stuff. Enjoying the the characters that are there a lot more. Enjoying like the camaraderie of everybody is really cool. Um, and then I, I started this side quest, and I'm like, we'll see where this goes. And it has taken me to a whole nother map in this game. So I'm not in England. I'm not in uh, Norway. I think I am now in a completely different place that is fucking huge, and it's so exciting to me. It's it's. Uh, I, I just don't want to spoil it for anyone who's playing it. But I was like, wow, I didn't know this was in this game. But this is really fucking cool. There's a lot of really cool characters. It looks beautiful, and there's a whole storyline with this area now that I'm into so man there's just a lot happening in this game um I've also unlocked a couple of really uh, nice skills like I can now double assassinate and and a couple other things that have really helped improve the experience I think a little bit um so yeah game game keeps going the one thing so far is I just haven't really run into anything that's, like, difficult. Like, I haven't had any difficult boss fights or, you know, anything like that, really. Um, so I'm, I'm kind of hoping there's some sort of challenge as the game progresses. Because um, especially as I, I'm just getting better gear sets and unlocking new skills, I can see the game, it's kind of just getting sort of easy. So we'll see. See how that pans out, too, but... Yeah, it's a, it's awesome. a game. Um, I'm digging it. I think I'm 22 hours in now, so getting there. You know, probably have 50 to go. But so, <laughs> uh, man, I'm not sure if you'd know this because you probably didn't even think about it. But uh, is Assassin's Creed Valhalla one of those games where I could play it on PC and save transfer over if I bought it on console? Because I thought Ubisoft was doing something like that. Yeah, I thought that Ubisoft was doing that with all of their titles or something through, like, Uconnect or something. I haven't fully heard, though, but that's for some reason that's sticking in my brain. So you might be able to do that. Uh, You just have to look into it. Yeah, I think that's something I'm going to do a little research on, because uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla does interest me, and uh, I'm getting towards the end of Ghost of Tsushima, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe that's the next next thing I play. I don't know. But uh, it sounds like you're going to be playing Assassin's Creed Valhalla for a while, and maybe by the end of that, Cyberpunk will be fixed. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> Who knows? But yeah, I'm just I'm just feeling that game a lot more. 
So that's mm. what I'm sticking with. Um, awesome. We we played some Wasteland Three. We got back to that last week. Uh, yeah, uh, we we got we made a movie. Yes. <laughs> uh, but before that, we had to we had to go through some fights, some tough fights. Yeah. Tougher than we expected fights because the recommended level for the quest. I'm not sure if they scaled it up to us or something, but that seemed rough for if we were down. What was it? Level seven. Yeah. That it was recommended. Right. It was yeah Same. recommended level seven. I think we were twelve when we were doing yep. it. So yeah, we were getting our fucking asses handed to us, but made it through it. Yeah, some saw dogs. Yep, drill dogs. <laughs> drill dog. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was yeah. That was a lot of fun. I uh, and then we made we made the movie, Tyler. Fuck loose. Yes. What do you think of it? <laughs> it, it? It is. It's an all-time classic, and I can't wait for people to see it. <laughs> yeah. Mm. The the writing in this game so so cheesy and funny, mm. and this was a one of the better examples of it. I, I, we were like laughing out loud at, at the writing and at this quest. It was it was really good. Yeah, and the writing just continued to be. Uh pretty damn good as we approach Denver and uh, there's a cult following an AI version of Ronald Reagan yes <laughs> oh man and there's like these kind of robotic uh, Reagan statues around uh, uh-huh. which just kind of vaporize people and you know if you bring up that you're a uh, communist or something like you're just gonna die pretty much just mm-hmm. really funny stuff that you know they're 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 just putting a comedic spin on these things that i think is enjoyable to me at least but yeah and and so we got into a really interesting combat scenario i love that we're playing this game just uh, total like chaos basically mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just it's really fun and man we got in a combat scenario that was not looking good for us in the slightest and we were really uh we were gonna win and then the game crashed we got disconnected yeah. and that game uh when that happens it just ends the entire game it's not like you could keep going and just invite me back um, yeah so that was really bummer way to end uh, last weekend. Yeah, I'm I'm curious if that connectivity thing is just a thing playing uh, through the Xbox app on PC, if it's like that on all other platforms. Yeah, that I don't know. Um, but yeah, that, that, that's a bummer. That's like that's really the only thing that I'm kind of getting frustrated with this game. With like if. If we didn't have those connectivity problems, like it, I, I think we'd be a lot further along. Yeah, absolutely. Because we would have, we would have finished that that combat scenario, and then probably, you know, continued on a little bit more. And you know, now we have to boot it back up, you know, next time, and and do that fight all over again. <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah. 
In the Although bit. I have I have I have ideas about how to make that fight easier. Okay. So, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna do that. And uh, yeah, that w- that was Wasteland Three. I mean, we're gonna continue trying to beat that game. I don't I don't know when it's gonna happen. You said we're about like what? Uh, I don't know. Almost halfway through. Yeah, I think. Uh, once we finish this story quest, I think we'll be about halfway through the story quest, at least. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it seems like there's some side quests that you have to do so far, at least in our experience, to uh, further the main quest. So who knows how mm-hmm. many of those we'll, we'll have to do. But we're getting there. I do agree we, we should be farther along. But, you know, it's, I'm still enjoying myself playing it. I, the, the, you know, the last thing I'll say too is I feel like, I, I, like we need new armor. Like I feel like we've been using the same fucking armor for like the entire game almost. It's I don't know. I just I haven't even through the vendors or anything. I just feel like I haven't really found anything for the characters that I've been using, and I feel like we're kind of getting to the point where that's starting to matter a lot, just based off of how that system works. Uh, with armor um, in combat, so I don't know. Just another thing to keep an eye out. But the fact that we're in a new area, you know, I'm sure there's a, hopefully a vendor somewhere we, that has some fresh stuff mm-hmm. for us to buy. Yeah, maybe we need to look into modding that armor too to make the armor more effective. Yeah, well. I, I've I've been doing. I added a couple mods to a couple of my weapons. I just haven't looked at armor, I guess. But mm. yeah. Yeah, I think we should dig into that because we we find mods pretty pretty frequently. So, yeah, yeah. All right. Other than Wasteland Three, I have continued to play a lot of Destiny Two. Ooh, I am up to power level twelve sixty one. Oh boy. Yeah, I I've hit that kind of hard cap where like powerful rewards don't increase my power level anymore. I have to go for pinnacle rewards. Mm. And the activities to do that are a lot harder. (laughs) So, yeah. What do you have to do most of the time? Alright, so they've... I'm not... You haven't gotten to the point, but they've added, um... Legendary Lost Sectors Mm. and Master Lost Sectors, which are like 1250 and 1280. Um... They've added, uh... Well... The raid offers uh, pinnacle rewards. Uh, they've brought back um, the prophecy dungeon. Which okay, we'll, yeah, we'll do that for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think there's a weekly challenge. The easiest one is the weekly challenge with uh, the crow, where you do five wrathborn hunts a week, and you and you get it. Gotcha. Um, so yeah, I've I've continued to play that. I'm playing the dawning event. That's that's running now. I think through January fifth. Mm-hmm. Uh, giving cookies to everyone, <laughs> getting some, getting some uh, sweet looking. Got a sweet looking ship right now, uh, and a, and a really cool sparrow. Uh, and yeah, it's it's fun. They've decorated they've they've de- decorated all of the all the shit the tower again. It's it's just a nice place to be. Yeah, so it um, always looks very nice. When they do that. Yeah. Uh, one of the... So I, I've been trying to do all the triumphs triumphs for the dawning event, and uh, you have to deliver a cookie to the raid boss of the last wish raid, Riven. Hmm. 
and you can actually do that solo. Really? Because there's a way to skip to the final boss, so I, I managed to do that. And then I saw the final boss of the Last Wish raid, and goddammit, I kind of want to do that raid now. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> there are so a... many raid guides out there now that it's like, hey, it's probably doable. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, and yeah, that that raid always looked so so cool to me from what I've seen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah. It I I think Destiny Two is in a really good place. Like they. Like, the raids just seem so fucking cool. I just wish I had had a group of people that I could, like, do it with. Yeah. But I, I don't know. It's kind of hard to get, get six people, especially with the schedule I work, mm-hmm. to to go and do one of those. Yeah, me too. I, You know, I, I, you know the raids that we did in the past, you know, I, I've, I really enjoyed those. You know, of course, there's the frustrations there too, but... You know, they're they're fond experiences that I'll always have with Destiny and yeah, I, I wish I could do them. It's just it's just time for me. Like I, I just mm-hmm. don't have the fucking time to, to commit to a raid. Um but I totally agree with you on Destiny too. It, it's yeah, I I need to get back I didn't play it this past week, but it just gets me excited the fact too that they like they've announced you know, two more expansions that are coming to Destiny 2 of, you know, just that thought of, like, this game, as long as they don't fuck it up, will just get even better. And that's, that's exciting. Yeah, yeah. They, they've, yeah, they, I mean, I think about what Destiny was originally and kind of the problems it had. Mm-hmm. It was never, like, the disaster that Anthem was. No. But it wasn't great when it started out. Like yeah. it was, it was still a good game. But like, they have just improved on it massively to the thing where I, it, it seems like an unsinkable ship now. Right, definitely. I think it gets back to like the core of just playing Destiny is so good, and without that, you know, you, it's it's hard to. No matter how how much content you add into the game or how much you tweak with it, you know, you, you to kind of bring people back like that. That loop has to be really good. That gameplay has to be really solid, and it's just something that, like, you know, Marvel's Avengers, I feel, just doesn't have. Is is that just kick ass fucking gameplay? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I yeah, and I, man, I I just. I've so I've never done a prophecy dungeon, Tyler. Have you? Not, no, I have not done one, but I've I've heard about them. Yeah, I that that's something I want to I want to do before next week, I, because you know I I just there's so much of this game that I haven't played, mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah, it's a good time. Um, also, a good time continues to be Yakuza 7. I'm still in chapter 10. I've been cleaning up some side stories, and Tyler, I... There's this side story I want to share a little bit about. There's this... So you walk down this street, Tyler, and then there's this businessman in a suit who just comes running, sprinting past you. And then you you wonder why. You go down the street, there's this kimchi vendor... Do you know what kimchi is, right? Yes. It's, yep. It's like a pickled cabbage. Right. And he makes very spicy kimchi. 
and he gets kind of he gets kind of bummed because every time someone tries to sample, they run away because it's too spicy. And so he just offers you this jar of kimchi. So that starts off this chain of events where you find these strangers who have problems. And instead of giving them some sort of logical solution, you you give them a sample of this spicy kimchi. And, like, for example, there's this one lady who's nervous because a boy she likes is about to leave for college. And so she doesn't have the courage to go say goodbye. So you give her some kimchi and she just goes sprinting towards him. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then there's this this uh, sprinter who's trying to make his who's trying to get his uh, get his I guess his times down for for sprint for his I guess some sort of track and field event. And he's like, "Oh, my coach said to practice my technique, but I'm getting nowhere. So maybe I just go work harder the way I know how." You just give him a sample of kimchi, and he just sprints like out of his mind, and it's fucking hilarious. And then, like, the last one of these is this this uh, grandma who is trying, who was a, a track and field star back in her day. But she's trying to cross this, cross this street, but the street light uh, for crossing changes very quickly. So, so, yeah, you solve that by giving her kimchi. Wow. And it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> just just the good. way that they do it. Like, it's, oh, man. They they frame it kind of like a manga, like whenever they they run it, like whenever they start running away and shit, like their face gets all hot and sweaty, and it's mm, it's good. It's it is fucking hilarious, and <laughs> oh god, Tyler, you need to play Yakuza Seven. I yeah, I no, I definitely need to. And to be <laughs> honest with you, like I don't know, hearing stuff like that, I have more of a desire to play that game right now than Cyberpunk. So. Mm. You know, it, it, it'll happen. But yeah, but yeah, that's that's awesome. That's good stuff. Yeah, I got a few new party members too. Uh, one guy is straight up just a hitman, and he pulls out guns and shoots people. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then like I, my secretary for the business you run in for the business management uh, part of this game uh, is now part of my party, uh, and she she just cuts people with a box cutter. <laughs> Wow, um, and like, yeah, it. I've I've done some of the business management stuff too, and it seems like that's going down some interesting roads. Um, but yeah, that that's fun. Uh, yeah, man, Yakuza Seven. It's it's got a lot of good stuff in it, like from all different angles. Uh, there's this there's this side challenge, Tyler. It's this game is also very weird. <laughs> yeah. So there's this side challenge to find all the people around town who will give you a honk honk. <laughs> I don't know what a honk honk is. <laughs> but I found one of these people. It was this this skimply clad lady wearing like bunny ears. And she says she'll give you a soft and supple honk honk. And so you do that. The screen fades to black. You get a little bit of controller vibration, and uh, your your party's health and mana fucking restore, and you got a honk honk 
for like 10,000 yen. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I don't know what that Hong Kong is, man. Yeah. I don't know if I want to know either. Yeah. That's awesome. Is Hong Kong a thing? No, do I, I need to look do I need to look that up? I don't know what it could be personally. I I have not heard of what a Hong Kong is. <laughs> like what is that just some sort of that must be just some sort of weird localization thing. Yeah. But in general the localization in this game has been very funny and good. Right. Yeah. Uh So yeah, it's I'm I I think I'm going to I'm working a normal schedule. I also have have like a 5-day weekend coming up. So, I'm definitely going to I'm going to beat Yakuza 7 for sure. And then maybe do a lot of the side stuff. I this is one of those games where I want to do all the side stuff mm. because there's potential everywhere for it to just be fucking hilarious. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh I also discovered the uh golf and baseball mini games that are in every Yakuza game. You can play golf. Well, you don't play golf on a course per se. There's oh. it's kind of like a golf challenge like there's a bingo challenge where you're hitting panels on like on a board. Okay. Uh, and then there's a closest to the pin challenge where you're just trying to hit the ball close to the pin. Gotcha. And then there there's a baseball thing where like you're it's basically kind like there's a home run challenge and then there's different other kinds of batting challenges as well. Uh, so there there are those things in this game. I also do did some more karaoke, and that continues to be great. They they released a DLC pack that I'm thinking about getting that has all the old Yakuza game karaoke. It's like 15 bucks for like I want to say 40 or 50 songs to do in the karaoke mini game. <laughs> so I'm thinking about that. Some of the collectibles out there, uh, you can play at the jukebox in the bar. It has old. Si- classic Sega soundtracks soundtracks so I got like I got a Sonic 2 CD oh wow so <laughs> I could go and just play that whenever I want to yeah so yeah they're they're definitely playing into all the stuff that they have in in Yakuza 7 so yeah uh that that's it for games I've been playing um there there's other stuff I I kind of want to get to but we'll see I need to do some research to see if saves transfer, because I might do Watch Dogs Legion and Assassin's Creed Valhalla on PC. Because <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm gonna have, I'm gonna have a lot of time to game, man. I'm gonna have a lot of time. Yeah, me too. These, these holiday weekends. Me too. I have two. I work these. I work three days this week, and then I'm off the rest of the year. So that's exciting, and I, I cannot fucking wait to to be off. Just yeah, not I, I, do anything for anyone, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm just, I'm ready for that sort of mindset, I guess, for like, but oh, you're, God. But Tyler, you're you're going to be off, but you're going to be at your office, your home office. Nope, nope, nope. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, no, I'm, I'm going to probably just, you know, try to keep my fucking phone off, and I'm just not, not dealing with it, so... 
Uh, speaking of not dealing with it, uh, <laughs> it's a good one. Good seems transition. like <laughs> seems like CD Projekt Red is not dealing with the state of their game very well. <laughs> no, no. Uh, so man, this is a whole fucking thing, man. Uh, they basically set. Hmm. So, as we all know, Cyberpunk is broken on the platform that most people are able to play it on. Yes. Um. Like, really fucking broken. To the point where... Who knows how it fucking passed uh, to be uh, to be out-released right now. Yeah. Have you seen any footage of it? Oh, yes. I, it's... I mean, you know me. I'm always online. I'm seeing this shit. I'm seeing the bug compilations, man. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I watched some stuff, too. And, you know, if, if anyone has not seen what this game looks like on a base PS4, go look it up. It is literally stunning. Like, my jaw just dropped. I was like, you know, I heard it was bad, but this is literally unacceptable. Like, Mm -hmm. especially with what was sold to us. You know, like, you know, it's just one of those things of, like, an E3 presentation, that stuff is running on a really fucking awesome PC most of the time. And, uh... You know, so so I, I get that it would be scaled back for these consoles, but it's just it's unbelievable. Like twenty seconds for certain textures to load in, uh, the world is just so lifeless. Um, it's just it's horrible, dude. I, I I could not believe it when I saw it. Yeah, it's it is in probably the worst state I've seen at least a major AAA game be in like it's yeah. this is probably the worst i've seen it's yeah. worse than it's worse than any uh bethesda game i think oh 100 100 and bethesda is like the one that's notorious for this kind of shit i i think it's worse than fallout 76 at this point yeah that that's probably probably pretty true honestly um and i it's it is just bizarre like and just thinking about how uh, I will say capital G gamers were out there defending this game before they even played it. Yeah. They kind of look like fucking dumbasses. They do. <laughs> and like maybe maybe there needs to be a little bit of fucking trust there, but also like maybe like it, it's it's fucking maybe we should have seen this coming because they did not send out console versions for people to review. No. And they sent out the PC version but very late. Yeah. And, like, even the PC version without playing, like, it doesn't have a lot of these just game-breaking bugs. But it also doesn't, like, I'm I'm at the recommended specs for the game. It seems like you have to have a really beefy PC, and even then you're going to have some graphical things go wrong. Mm-hmm. The PC version isn't perfect. It isn't, like, and it's it's got a lot of stuff that definitely takes you out of the game. Um, and... Yeah, it's it's kind of just in a in a bad state right now, and to the point where Cyberpunk came out and pretty much said, "Well, if you aren't satisfied, just go get a fucking refund," and didn't talk about anyone else, t- didn't talk to anyone else about how that refund would happen. Yep. Uh, <laughs> kind of shocking everyone. Like, fuck. At first, uh, the PlayStation Store was like, "No." We don't do refunds for digital games. Like, you downloaded that game, you can't fucking refund that shit. Uh, which is basically the policy that 
PSN has, like, if you buy a game digitally and you download it, you that it's yours now. You can't fucking turn it, give it back. Like, and that that's just how it works for them. And like, it's they they had to come out with supplemental information. Like, they had to create basically an email address to help me refund at cdprojectred.com. Um, and they, they, they're only allowing contact through that, that avenue until December 21st, before Christmas, before kids will get, well, I hope not kids because of some of the content of this game, but yeah. before people receive this game for Christmas, and yeah. then, like, af- after that, like, sheer shit out of luck, just go through the avenues, and if you can get it, you can get it, but if not, well, you're kind of screwed. Yeah, it's it's a bad situation. So since then, um, refunds have opened up on the PlayStation Store, uh, and and elsewhere as well. Um, and they are getting to uh, getting to trying to help people having problems refunded through uh, retailers. But it is like this is the first time I've seen like. Hey, just wholesale refunds digitally on the PlayStation Store. Like, doesn't... Like, it, it's weird. And I, I heard, like, there are even problems with that. It, like, it's not even... every Everyone's able to get that. Like, mm-hmm. it's... It's yeah. a bad situation. It's, like, the worst situation I could imagine for, for a big AAA video game. Oh, yeah. The, this is, uh... This is by far the worst launch of a AAA video game, I think, ever. Like, it's so, it's just so bad. It's a complete mess. It's a mess in every single aspect. And, you know, CD Projekt Red just, to me, they did it all themselves. Um, And, you know, we can also talk about just Sony's refund situation and, and, and getting a refund on the PlayStation Store more, but... Um, you know, it's just they they created this all themselves. So Sony has delisted the game from their store. You cannot buy this game on a PlayStation. Uh huh. Which yeah, talk about a middle fucking finger to CD Projekt Red of Sony saying like, sure, we can um we can uh, give you a refund, but you you you're not selling this game on our platform anymore. Fuck you, because. CD Projekt totally threw Sony under the bus and made them look bad. And uh-huh. really, the people that that should be pointed at is CD Projekt. They released an awful video game that that is totally broken. And yes, yeah, Sony has a Sony does Sony's refund policy is not the greatest. You know, Microsoft is a little is a little bit more laxed. Um, and Steam is a lot more laxed in a way. Like, I think on Steam you can play for, what, two hours, I think, and then uh-huh. get a refund? Where Sony is like, once you buy it and you start playing it, that's that's it. You know, you're not getting a refund, and um, could perhaps that refund be, policy be better? Yeah, and I think maybe this game will open Sony's eyes a little bit to having a little bit different refund policy potentially well because so many things about this game are going to have ramifications and i think this is one of them 
in terms of refunds, the certification process potentially could be another one, and just hype and everything around a AAA video game. And, and, and this just goes to show how, and, and I'm, you know, I you can include me in this as well, because I was very excited for this game, but, you know, not to the extent of so many other people, but, like, the, the hype culture in video games is so dangerous. It's so bad. And it can lead to really bad situations. And this is this is one of them, but really, I think this all goes back to CD Projekt Red of not making a good game, not delivering on on what they what they said, not uh, showing these the the game running on these consoles, putting their fucking foot in their mouth so many other times in the past, saying like, yeah, the game runs surprisingly surprisingly well on a PlayStation Four, like. What are you doing? What are you doing? Sort of thing. And it just... Oh, man. I I just never would have thought this game launching, like, this would be the outcome of it. Mm-hmm. Like, if you would, if you told me this in the beginning of the year, hey, Cyberpunk's coming out this year, and when it comes out, it's going to be a complete mess. And Sony's going to delist it from the store and, and all this stuff. I, I would have laughed. But, like, no way. You know? CD Projekt Reds, they're not going to do that. They're a great developer. You know, and, and just, you know, another thing of like, talk about just pissing away all the goodwill that they have built up as a company. And yeah, it's something with with video games that can be hard sometimes of like trusting a company per se. And it's just something this goes to show that we shouldn't trust any of these developers at all because... Uh, they knew exactly what the fuck they were doing releasing this game, and their their half-assed, empty apology that they put out too initially just is fucking terrible. They knew exactly what they were doing. They knew that they were going to get all the money from this. It doesn't matter to them, and and to just yeah put out The Witcher Three being one of our favorite games of the generation, one of my favorite games of all time, and. To build up so much goodwill, it's it's just it's all gone now with this company. Like it is literally all gone. Yeah, uh, and like to a degree, like they're in they're in more trouble than just with with gamers. They're like they're kind of in trouble with their investors as well. Like yep. I I saw a story I didn't put it in here that they are potentially going to get sued by their investors for misleading them about like what what was going to happen with this game. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's it's going to be a very shaky time over there at CD Projekt Red as they try to work to fix the game while dealing with all the other problems that are coming from the situation that they created. Right. Um, yeah, and, and not it, only their their investors, but their staff. You know, mm-hmm. like like this is. I feel so bad for you know the the developers on this project now and, and and just the you know the you know everything we've heard about the crunch and all that stuff this is a situation where crunch is just i mean it's not worth it at, at any time but this right here is not worth it at all to crunch and to have your idiotic management release this game that you know damn well should not come out and to just put all that time 
you know, all everything you got into this to have it turn out like just a piece of shit. I feel bad for them. That sucks. That just fucking sucks. Whether they're getting paid or getting a big bonus or whatever, which I, I you know, I read that CD Projekt said they're still going to get their bonuses and stuff. You know, whatever. That's fine. They they do deserve that stuff, but man, this just it's not worth it to crunch like that to put out something that is total trash. And it's in trash by not the fault of the, the you know the people working really hard, just the management that feels the need to rush this game out, which they said that they did not feel any external pressure to release this game, only the normal pressure. It didn't have to come out this year, and the fact that they have patches lined up already planned, th- this game shouldn't have come out this year. It should have came out next year or twenty twenty two, whenever the fuck. It just, oh man, I, I imagine that is a. Not a great place to be over there in CD uh, at CD Project Red right now. Yeah, and uh, hopefully they didn't pay out those bonuses in stock because uh, <laughs> yeah, holy shit! I I saw a graph and it did not look good. Oh yeah. Um, I mean, well, I it's kind of spiked for Cyberpunk and then dropped very low, um, but uh, yeah. I, this has got to be some of the worst mismanagement we've seen in a long time. Like it's, it, yeah. If <laughs> I I don't know. Like it's it's kind of it's kind of a couple of things. Like the crunch is fucking unacceptable. Like it, it's you what you get out of people. Like you're not going to get people's best work when you're working them for extended hours over like months and months and maybe even years who knows how bad it's been for how long right like you're not going to get the best work from people and like at the same time what you're fucking marketing is like is a version of the game that like yes a lot of people are going to be playing this on pc but like the console market like releasing this on on the consoles on the PlayStation 4, on on the Xbox One, and then just being completely dishonest about how the state of that game, like yeah. it's, I don't know. I I mean, maybe maybe it is criminal. Maybe the maybe the investors will be able to successfully file their suit or whatever they're gonna fucking do. But like it's that's not going to help. Uh, that's not gonna help the developers. I mean, I. It's like it's a totally fucked situation. Like in in a year of totally fucked situations, <laughs> CD Projekt Red steps in the shit, and like it's yeah. I I don't know. I find it hard to sympathize with anyone in management right now over there. Yeah. Like the the and it's. Yeah, I I hope the developers get some time off, but it doesn't sound like that's going to fucking happen. It sounds like this is going to be just miserable for everyone. Yeah, absolutely, because you know, you know, the the, the management's saying, we got to fix this game, you know, and it's not going to fall on them, you know? Nope. That's, That's what's, you know, very, very sad about all of this is, I mean, I hope they get time off, you know, around the holidays and everything. But 
you know, it doesn't matter. Like, even if they got time off around the holidays and they come back, it's going to be balls to the wall to fix this game. And, and it it's I think the thing is, is that it's going to take so much work to fix this game that, you know, when when does that crunch end for them? And and that's that sucks because not only are is there that but you know they they have fucking DLC planned they have multiplayer that they're working on a, a next gen version of the game and and it's just like I don't know with the base PS4 versions I just wonder you know how far do they take it in terms yeah. of how much do they fix it before they cut their losses and move on and, and get the next gen version out and say sorry. You know, just play it on a PS5 or whatever, whenever you can. It's just, I don't know. It's so it's so bad, and it's it's mismanagement. Yeah, on a totally another level. Like when we found out a lot of details about Anthem and why Anthem yep. was so fucked up. That that that's mismanagement from Bioware, and they managed to put out a game that wasn't great, but it just kind of. St- it just kind of stunk, right? But the game yeah, worked. it was a little bit hollow. Right. This game was is probably one of the most hyped and anticipated games of all time. And it comes out, and it is just a turd. Yeah, and I, I think <laughs> That's some totally of the... different thing. I think some of that mismanagement can be seen in the game when you're playing it as well, just to the degree that... The scope of the game probably changed multiple times throughout development, and the there is just not much interconnectivity between a lot of the stuff, a lot of the systems in the game. Like it seems like a very like, hey, we have to add this, but we don't really think about how it fucking how it mixes with the other stuff that's already there. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I, yeah, I don't know, man. It's <laughs> it's gonna be, yeah, I, it's gonna be interesting to see how they piece this back together. Yeah, definitely, and and I'm really curious about, you know, <laughs> I imagine that relationship with Sony isn't very good right now, for sure. You know, I'm really curious. You know, Microsoft had a marketing deal with this game. What's that relationship look like? Does any of these major platform holders want to get behind CD Projekt Red for their next title. You know, where... I, I It's going to be really hard to get excited about what's next from this company. And, you know, say it's The Witcher 4. Man, talk about conflicted feelings, you know? Yeah. Because yeah. I, I, I would kill for a sequel to The Witcher 3. Like, that game's amazing in every way. And to just know that, like, CD Projekt is going to make it, you know, after Cyberpunk, it's a little bit of a bummer. And and that, that sucks. And, I, you know, for them, you know, I would think just put your, put your head down and, you know, not ride the hype, fucking hype train for your next release. And just, you got to put out a good game that's finished and, you know, you're not working your team to death and, and all this stuff, too. It's... I'm really curious about the the future of not only this game but this company because they they just pissed away everything so fast that they've been building up over over you know a long time now. Just crazy. Yeah, 
Never would have thought this would have been the situation. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know what else to say, man. It's probably like, I mean, it, it it's a hot mess. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, I mean, that's beyond all this. There's also another another thing that people should be on the lookout for, even if you're playing on PC. Apparently, save data files over eight megabytes may become permanently corrupt. What? Yeah. So their recommendation is to um, keep a lower amount of items and crafting materials to keep your save file lower until they fix this. Because once your save is corrupted, it stays that way. Oh my god. So, yeah. You build an RPG that has crafting in it. It has a bunch of fucking dildos to pick up. Exactly. A bunch of bullshit you can pick up. You know, that's the point of this stuff. You know, this is another reason why this game should not have come out right now. Because this is stuff that you you have to play test this stuff. And mm-hmm. not saying that they didn't have play test or, or anything, but you know, this is not one of those bugs <laughs> you just fucking overlook. Yeah. This is not like, oh, we know this is here. Let's just release it anyway. Exactly. It's not one of those. Like, what the fuck are you thinking? This is a huge RPG where like crafting is one of these systems in the game, and like, what do you fucking expect people to do? <laughs> exactly. Oh my goodness! What a fucking shit show. Yeah, I mean, you you might have the right right approach to this one. Uh, fucking wait until you're done playing Assassin's Creed for a year. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, all right. Well, we I guess we can move on. We don't have to talk about Cyberpunk. Can we just say we don't have to talk about Cyberpunk? Sure. Yeah, I I think that might be a policy. We don't have to talk about cyber. Can someone out there make a website? Is cyberpunk fixed yet? dot com. <laughs> um, and just it's it's just a page that says yes or no, and uh, that that's all we need. And then then maybe maybe when that says yes, we can talk about cyberpunk again. <laughs> yeah, it's fine with me. Um, speaking of big corporations doing shit uh i guess i don't know ea in their pissing match with 2k has acquired codemasters uh they have outbid 2k by like 300 million dollars uh they are buying codemasters for 1.2 billion dollars wow wow did you think codemasters would have been sold for 1.2 billion dollars no no i didn't <laughs> like what the fuck? Like, it was only last year where Codemasters bought Slightly Mad Studios, right? Yep. And we were like, oh, wow, that consolidation of racing games, I'm not sure what I think about it. And now we have this, and now I'm kind of just really bummed. Yeah, me too. Um, so, yeah, I 
What, what are they going to do? Make a make a pod racing game? A Star Wars pod racing game? Is that oh, what they're going to make them do? Dude, oh my god, it didn't even hit me of, of like how EA has been shoving Star Wars down every developer's throats. Oh man. Fuck that. Um you know, I like <laughs> Codemasters, but, that's but the, man. That's... That's what they're gonna fucking do. Like that's that's the nightmare hellhole we live in now. Where just corporations just buy up everyone else and fucking make them do their do their dirty work, do these projects that they know they themselves don't want to fucking do. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, could Codemasters make a cool pod racing game? Probably. You know they make pretty alright games, but that's not what I want out of them at all. Um, Fucking, like, why would they do that? They they already shut down Wipeout. Like, that EA killed Wipeout. Mm-hmm. So, like, that was, like, your natural fucking jump into Star Wars pod racing was fucking Wipeout. You could have fucking done that. But instead, you just go out and buy Codemasters and just fucking, like, this does not make the world of racing video games any better it makes it arguably makes it a lot fucking worse that you don't have codemasters out there doing their own thing yeah totally agree with you on that and 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 this is such a bummer to me i mean take two is a little bit of a bummer too um because it's not like they're the best company in the world either but ea oh god this is this is not good because just look uh, let's look at a couple things look at what they've done to need for speed They've yeah, it just, sucks. They've ran it, it into sucks. the ground. It, it's not that great of a franchise anymore. Uh, they refuse to acknowledge Burnout, pretty much. Probably, you know, the best racing franchise they have. And, you know, you know, my favorite thing Codemasters does, of course, is the Formula One games. You know, I really don't want them to change. But it's EA. They're going to shoehorn some stupid fucking ultimate team mode into Formula One every year. That's going to be fucking awful. Yeah. And mm-hmm. and I, even some of the more experimental stuff that Codemasters does, I just don't see that happening anymore. Um, I could see them doing dirt, but, but I could also see EA saying make a fucking Need for Speed game. You know, we got to put it under Need for Speed. It's like, yeah, man, this is just a bummer. Yeah, EA is going to go back to putting out a Need for Speed every year now that they have Codemasters. Yeah, it's a it's a total fucking bummer to me. This this acquisition just sucks. Um, I, I hope that they are smart enough to allow Codemasters to be, you know, somewhat independent and do their own thing. Yeah. Hopefully they treat them like Respawn. (laughs) Right. Exactly. Exactly. You know, Except maybe maybe don't sandwich their games like they did Respawn. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely on that one. Um, Yeah, I hope they they give them, you know, creative freedom and stuff. But it's EA, and we've seen them uh, not do that several times in the past. So... I just hope 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 this works out for the best because I do like Codemasters. I like their racing games, and you know, you know, I can't wait to watch EA sandwich Project Cars Four in between Gran Turismo Seven and Forza Horizon Five. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, it'll work out. 
Oh my gosh. What a bummer. And and also just, I don't know, man. The consolidation of the AAA game space is uh is a little concerning. I think. Like there has just been I just feel like uh, such a massive arms race to just acquire content, basically. In, in I talent. mean, you're seeing that you're seeing this across like almost a, like this is just what fucking capitalism is doing right now. All the biggest corporations are buying out, buying out like these smaller, smaller companies just to be competitive with the other big corporations because mm-hmm. it's all just a fucking pissing match. Yeah, definitely, and it's a little, little concerning. Um, so yeah, we'll see see where that goes uh, in terms of acquisitions next year because there's been some big ones this year for sure. I mean, I guess a bonus if you know, unfortunately, this you know Sony doesn't really have an equivalent of it, but I guess something to think about is that if you are a Xbox Game Pass subscriber, you know EA titles come to that service now with mm-hmm. EA Access being integrated into it. So you know that that's a Kind of a bonus, I guess, if you're into that uh, and you have Game Pass. You know, that is the silver lining to this shitstorm. Exactly, yeah. You'll be able to get those games pretty much day one. Uh, oh, boy. Some it's not good, Tyler. It's not good. I know, man. Bummer news to end the year. I don't like it. I don't like it. I mean, maybe there's some good stuff around the corner. Um, we've got... Control Ultimate Edition PlayStation 5 release date announced. Uh, you can make that game look really good on your PlayStation 5. You're going to have your ray tracing. Yep. Uh, yep. Which, I've seen PC versions of that ray tracing, and goddamn, it looks good. Yeah. So, uh, uh, February 2nd is when this drops. Uh, yep. Digitally, March 2nd physically, but of course... Um, if you bought the season pass or anything like that of this game, you do not get this upgrade for free. No. It's a bummer. Well, you know, that's that's the fault of the gamers for not buying this game when it launched. Uh, it didn't sell the greatest. Mm-mm. Um, even though it was one of the best games of the year. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Oh, well. I, I'm, I'm intrigued by this. We'll, we'll see. But I, I also kind of want to just fire up Control on a PS5 just see how it runs. All right. And so. we saw this at the Game Awards. Vin Diesel <laughs> in Arc 2. He is, he is the executive producer of Arc 2. <laughs> Does this oh, mean... Man. Hmm. So we have to think about how this evolves into the Fast and Furious franchise. Do they find ancient cars? <laughs> and does it end with Vin Diesel racing the racing the cars of the ancients in an American muscle car? Uh, I would love that. Or wait, hold on. This is Ark. Is he racing dinosaurs? Is he? <laughs> Yeah. How does hmm. I don't know? How does Vin Diesel fit in this? <laughs> I don't know. I'm not sure. But then also on the flip side, Fast and Furious 10 and 11. You know, does dinosaurs get included in that? Oh my god! I would love that so much. 
<laughs> um, yeah, he's an executive producer. He's also the president of Creative Convergence <laughs> at Studio Wildcard, whatever that means. Um, kind of fucking crazy. Uh, <laughs> I mean, good on Vin Diesel and Studio Wildcard. I think Vin Diesel obviously has a huge audience that will drive people to this game. But, you know, him being involved with this game is something that I'm just very curious about um, and, and where where that goes. Apparently he's played thousands of hours of Ark Survival Evolved. Vin Diesel is a gamer. I mean, yeah. it's it's confirmed. It is. Uh, yeah, man. Good for that. This is... <laughs> just fucking the weirdest shit. This... 2020 has been a fucking year, man. It has. A real a real motherfucker of a year. Yep. Uh, yep. And I guess we'll talk about what 2021 brings soon, right? Yeah, probably next, yeah, week, I next think, episode. Yeah, next... God damn. It's the end of the year, man. It is. Uh, so we've agreed... I mean, I mean, I don't think we've said it on the show, but... Um, we're going to do a preview of 2021 next week. And then the week after that, uh, on January 3rd, we will be recording our Game of the Year podcast. And hopefully by then, in those weeks where we are working significantly less, I think I work three days next week and then two days the week after that. Nice. So I'm going to have plenty of time to play through some video games. I know you are... You're going to work three days and then off the rest of the year. Yep. So, man, there is there's a lot to play through, man. Mm-hmm. And a lot to think about for next year as well. So I think we're, we're going to leave it at that and maybe get to thinking about those. Yep. Uh, as always, if you, the listener, need to talk to us, the, the podcasters, the pod men, the video games men. <laughs> uh, you can do that a couple of ways. One way is via email at PlayStation Report Podcast at gmail.com or via Twitter at PS Report Podcast. Tell us your most anticipated game or thing happening in 2021. I imagine that, uh, I don't know, man. Getting your vaccine? Is that, is that the thing you're anticipating in 2021? <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Oh, God. What the hell? As always, give us ratings and reviews on your podcast app of choice. Share us with your friends. You can get in contact with me at the Arctic Salt. And you can find Tyler at his YouTube channel at Plugged On Vids. Until next week, be good to each other, play your video games, and fuck to death. <laughs>